0: per Gimel We just got finished talking about the importance of the verbal declaration in contrast to the physical separation of the various tithes. That is to say, the Kriyashem is a verbal declaration which takes effect and that is binding prior to any physical separation of the part of the pile that you're separating as truma, etc. The question I want to mention is, what happens if you... When you do your Kriya shame you refer to something with a slip of the tongue, and you don't refer to the piece that you intended to refer to. That is to say, for argument's sake, you had two grapes, this one and that one, and you meant to say this one is Truma, but you accidentally said that one is Truma. Or you said north instead of south, etc. You, you didn't say what you, you had a slip of the tongue, you didn't say what you meant. So now what happens? Is that binding that all of a sudden, since you said it now, it makes it into Truma or not? And the answer is no, it's not. There's a requirement that one's piv, what he says, and his lave, his heart, are shavin, are incongruent, they're aligned. And if one had in his heart, meaning in his mind, lave meaning really mind, is to refer to A, but he says B on accident, that will not be binding. Now, the mission actually is going to discuss four different types of declarations. You may recall that I said, I hope I said it in, in the introduction that I recorded here, that Truma is sort of like Kudshim Light. And if I didn't say that, I'll kind of say it now. Um, so I think in the introduction, I said it's like kudshim light in as much as normal foodstuffs can't become more tummy than two degrees removed. That's a shame with tuma. But um, truma, because it is, has a special sanctity, it can even become a shlishi. And it's kudshim light. It's like a lesser than the full-blown um, kudshim or the the foodstuffs and animals that are that are brought in mezbeach, etc., so, um, the, and the, the base of Mikdash. So, Kudshim can even become like a Revi'i, four degrees of separation. So, Truma is just light because only three. Um, but the real reason why Truma is, so to speak, Kudshim light is because what affects Truma, what creates the Truma, the power, the verbal power to create Truma, is, the, is derived from the same place. Meaning, um, the Torah authorizes one to turn something which is chulen, not not sanctified, profane, into hekdeshen, which is sanctified. And when he does that, by making, saying this cow will be a korban olah or something like that, so then um, that declaration is binding, it creates isser, and it makes that this cow, in that case, is imbued with a certain sanctity, and there's no turning back, etc. And there are all sorts of ramifications now. Now the cow's become declared to be a certain offering. Now there are all sorts of restrictions what can be done, and dire consequences if... The wrong thing is done with that cow, etc. So the power for a person to make a verbal declaration which has um, binding, sanctifying status is from the power to declare something to be a korban. And that actually has um, four different guises in halacha. There are four different kinds of ways one can talk and create new statuses, uh, create isser, etc. And that all derives from one's power to... Hectish verbally, So those four categories are all dealt with in this Mishnah, just very briefly. So we're going to have four different cases. In each case, we're going to say if you said you attempted to, to do some verbal declaration to change someone's status to make it more hectic and forbidden, um, but you didn't say what you meant in all four categories, it won't be effective, all for the same reason, because there's a requirement for one's heart and mouth to be in alignment. Um, the four categories are going to be, first, we're talking about Truma and Miser, the actual separation. Um, then we'll talk about um, Nidre Hektish, making something into a into a like a, a, a korban, an offering, something like that. Um, then we'll talk about Shvuos. Shvuos are um, uh, when one swears to do something or not to do something, or swears that something did happen or didn't happen. That's binding and has consequences. Um, and then finally, Nidre Isser, which are... Um, Make some object forbidden for yourself to benefit from, like as if it were a carbon which is forbidden to get benefit from. So I can say, you know, this I will not get benefit from this table. And now it's forbidden for me to sit on the table, etc. Okay, so those four categories all have the same guiding principle, which is that one has to say what he means and I mean what he says, or it's not binding. The way we know that's true that one has to have his um, heart and mouth in alignment. Heart again meaning really his, his mind. It's because there are two psokim um, that seem to be a little bit contradictory. Um, one is the pasuk that we talk about. Uh, so one is the pasuk that says, "Motzi Fasecha Tishmor, the which means in that which comes out of your mouth, you got to enforce, you got to do, um, and reference these sort of matters. But a second pasuk, which is a pasuk we referred to in the beginning of our masachta, <clears throat> which was the opening psokim in Parsha's Truma, and in, in Sefer Shamos, which talks about um, all of the um nadiv lave. everyone who's moved in his heart to give and we said those put on restrictions like remember the Shota couldn't now separate truma because he doesn't have a sufficient lave mind to be mitnadev to give from um, so you see the two psukim here one is talking about motzvis vasecha tishmor which comes out of your mouth you have to do it's binding and one says it has to happen in your heart the movement and the motivation has to come from your own will inside your your, your heart your mind um, so how do you resolve that? Is it a, the separation, the giving happening in one's mouth activity or one's heart activity? And the answer is, well, it has to be both. It has to be that the heart and the mind are both in alignment. So that's what the mission has to say for itself. And here's what it does say inside. It says, truma." If a person meant to say truma, meaning I'm saying this grape should be truma, but an accident, I Actually, the word that came out of my mouth is my I just slip of the tongue. Or maaser. If I meant to say maaser, v'amar truma. But an accident, I said the word truma. In that case, we're going to say it's not going to work. That's the first category. The second category is, for example, if a person says ola, he meaning he, excuse me, he meant to say ola. So I mean, I want to make this cow be an ola, a holy burnt offering. But v'amar shlamim, I say, on accident, this cow is a shlamim. Slip of the tongue. A shlamim is like a peace offering. Um. Or if I say shlamim, va'amar ola, excuse me, or if I meant to say shlamim, va'amar ola, but on accent I said ola. Again, that's literally haktesh, making something into a korban. And if you don't have piv, vilip, they're not lying, then it doesn't work. The third category is, I'm um, talking about shvuos, making oaths, binding oaths, so swearing. So if a person says, I swear I won't go into this house. Excuse me, that, again, I'm sorry, I meant the same mistake. I intend to say, I won't go into this house. Va'amr l'zeh, but an accident. I say that house, um, or she'eni. That's the third category. A shfua, or well, the fourth category is a is a neder. Creating something that's forbidden to me. If I say, if I wanted to say she'eni nane l'zeh, I meant to say that this particular thing is something I will never get benefit from. Va'amr l'zeh, but I said that thing instead. I meant to say table, and it's said chair, or whatever the story is. Lo amar klum. In all four of those cases. What the person said has absolutely no halachic significance. Ad until the fact until sheyu piv libo shavin, unless his or until what he says won't have be binding until um, what his his mouth, what he says and le, libo his mind are shavin are in uh, alignment.